We are breaking ground today on She Speaks Bravo. I have made a point not to have Bravo Lebs here on the show, but I made an exception for these guests. They are in the Cloud 10 family, which is the network I am partnered with. But more importantly, I have always been a fan of MJ's. When she was on Shaw's, she was always transparent and open. I don't think she's really capable of being anything but. And Tommy the same. They're just, they were not those people that seemed like they were calculating ever. And you can tell Andy always loved MJ for that reason. There were probably times where MJ should have kept some things to herself. Even during this recording, Tommy and MJ were recording in separate rooms so that the mics wouldn't bounce off each other and whatnot. And MJ started going off about something that had happened in season two. And she was getting real specific. <laughs> and Tommy texted her from the other room and was like, shut up, going too far. And MJ doesn't care. She wants you to know everything. She doesn't think anything is off limits because she's she's even if it makes her kind of look good or bad she's like well that's what it is but i know deep down i'm a good person and she's um it's like i I will never forget her walking down the aisle at her wedding stopping to talk to people that's just mj she's like tom tommy even talks about it so it's i i really enjoyed them i they are exactly how they appear on the show they're really down-to-earth sweet people so for my first ever Bravo Leb episode, it was a great intro to this world because they were, it was like talking to friends. It was very easy. So I hope you guys enjoy. We got into the Robin topic because I was very curious to hear what she had to say about that since she was on a reality show where she shared a lot of her life. So I really enjoyed that perspective. So here it goes. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Clip! You fool. I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. What were you going to say, MJ? I was going to say that when Tommy and I are talking our Bravo shit, my Bravo shit, until the dirt, Mm -hmm. he's always like, I don't know what you're talking about, but then he like says the way more interesting, funnier points about things like Jen Shaw or, you know, mm-hmm. the the countess or, I mean, anybody. And it's funny because he, like, hates himself for being, for knowing, you know? <laughs> well, it's like with the, it was like with John Jansen. Exactly. When, when, when you were like, Tommy, you were right about John Jansen. He brought a date to who the fuck is John a quiet Jansen? woman. Ex- exactly. And you go, who the fuck's John Jansen? And then my favorite is that MJ goes, 
uh, Shannon's ex. And then you go, who's Shannon? And she goes, I, I, County. I, I still don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. And then he's like, I still don't know. And he's like, she's like, oh, okay, Orange County Housewives, Shannon, <laughs> oh, oh, the, the guy, guy the that guy, was, the guy, and that's exactly. The guy that went on the date with that broad that was supposedly, uh, <laughs> they were going to get married. Well, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I just want to say that Shannon Bedore, who just got, well, she got, she got dumped privately in November, then publicly mm-hmm. told us, was on Jeff in January so mm-hmm. it felt like it was like very very new and fresh for her and then we went out to dinner and she was just like broken up and like yeah. like in tears and she was just like sick to her stomach and like the end of the dinner she was like I don't want to go home I don't want to be alone I don't want to go to that empty house my kids just they all left I'm an empty nester I thought this guy loved me and then he said to me as he's breaking up with me I've never loved anybody more and so, like, <laughs> what do you do with that when you're a girl that's getting what? dumped, you know? At least tell me that, like, I smell and I hate everything about you and I just was looking for an out. Oh, that is the weirdest thing to say to someone when you're dumping them. Yeah, but again, that's the psychosis of where he wants to continue to look like a good guy. You see, this is why you're here. You know, if she, uh, when she says next year, when they film again, what happened? Uh, what, what's she going to say that happened? He, she's going to repeat that line. So again, he still doesn't look like a bad guy. But uh, wow, he, you're right. He's going to wait to get the fuck out of there, though. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> oh my so, God. so that's why, like, I like to look at Tommy to disseminate like the bullshit that comes out of men's mouths because I want to understand yeah. it, and it never occurs to me that somebody wants to look good. And he's like, what the fuck do you think my shoehead was doing all these years? Do you want uh, Yeah. Face? Yeah. And I'm like, but I just come from a world where people, if we're bad, we're bad and we're okay with it. And if we're good, we're great. And that's great. But I don't. Yeah, but that, like- that's also why if you were going to, you know, create a Mount Rushmore of Bravo personalities, especially females, you're up on there. And I'm not saying that. Because you're my no, wife. Tommy, you are so not, right. She, because you, uh, certain, you are so right. You have a certain ambivalence about what you're doing, and you're just gonna be <laughs> you, and that's not something that everybody out there does. Uh, and, you know, no, Tommy, you are 100%. No, MJ, this is, let me, this is, you guys don't know this. I have, I do not, that you are the first and only Bravo Lebs I've ever had on this show. I make a point not to have them on my show. I'm breaking ground because I don't want to be swayed. I don't, I don't want to be, and I don't like, you are MJ. You are one of the few who remained transparent and open, but it was almost like you couldn't help yourself. Yeah, no, she can't. She can't. I don't want. It's like I don't want you, to. You don't know how not to be she that can't. way, and so that's why you genuinely are confused when people are acting mm-hmm. for appearances because mm-hmm. you don't know how to do that. Yeah, no, she doesn't know how to put on airs. She's my <laughs> wife, and it's one of her most endearing factors is the fact that she is who she is. 24 seven uh-huh. hours, 24, seven, 365. I don't know. I, I am who I am, but I don't know if I, I am. I was going to say you are is. too, though. You know what I mean? I might be 23, six, 365, but she is every day, all day. Um, no, can I tell you, can I tell you why, what I credit not giving a shit is because where I grew up, there wasn't any like competition. There wasn't 
looking out on your front lawn and seeing the BMW the Joneses had because we had one too, or it didn't matter because we actually didn't value in Falls Church, Virginia, we didn't value the cars because it was more important to be smart and know things and be able to talk about artists and music. And you had to be, you had to be more intellectually like cool that in order to be cool. I also think it, okay. I think it doesn't help that you have a mother that's going to be relentless in, yeah. in terrorizing you. You know what I mean? It'll, <laughs> it'll allow you to build a thick layer of skin that other things totally. that people that you don't that aren't your mother. You know what I mean? If they say things that aren't that <laughs> bad, you know, it kind of just bear, rolls right off your back like a duck's ass. You know what I mean? Like water off the duck's totally. ass. But, uh, yeah. Geez. Well, thank you guys. Tommy, thanks, guys. Tommy, were you a fan of reality TV at all when you met nope. MJ? Like, were you a Jersey Shore fan or anything? Big um, time, big time. He has the box. Well, that's a though. good question. That's actually, I don't want to say it's a, <laughs> um, a, a sweet spot, but like, I, I, and I don't know them directly, but I know people that know people that were on Jersey Shore, right? So I've okay. watched that show. I wouldn't go as far as to say like, I, and that I'm a reality fan. I'm not, I'm a sports fan. Um, if you know from listening to our podcast, the Till the Dirt podcast, we have we go mm-hmm. back and retrace our steps and tell our story. And be right before I met, um, one of the reasons I I moved out to L.A. was because I knew Lamar Odom right um, on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I came out here, and his, his one of his best friends was Jamie, who was like a brother to me, right? So I, mm-hmm. uh, when I came out here. While they were film, you know, they were filming that whole show, the Kardashians, uh, the the Chloe and Lamar shit. So I was right in the soup, like I was there, like the cameras were leaving and I was coming. And, um, mm-hmm. So I really got a firsthand look at reality TV, and I I wasn't a fan, you know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. it was a lot of that was Jamie's fault. And for those that don't know, you know, he was on the show too, but he passed away from drugs. It was just a real difficult time for me personally. Um, you know, so I really wanted nothing to do with reality TV when I met her. Uh, and then it yeah. took a while for her to, you know, it, when we first met, we were just, you know, in, like hibernating in an incubation of fuck, right? All we did was just, mm-hmm. I go to work and I come home <laughs> and we hang out and fuck. And, you know, we weren't, uh, we weren't really doing anything else. Um, no, and Bring, then take me back, honey, take me know, back. <laughs> and and and, and Shaz of Sunset at that time was actually on strike, so they weren't filming. So mm-hmm. I had no idea about the filming aspect till we were so going. Let me night shed a little light on that. Me. Yeah, I want to hear yeah, about that. Night we went out and uh, literally, like in the car ride to the place. This was the first time we were going out to meet people. Like I had met her mother. I had met her dad. I met a couple of uh, uh, like a couple that uh, lived in her building, you know, like ancillary shit. This is the first time we're actually going out on the town together. Um, Like we had gone out to dinner even between us. Um, Mm -hmm. And there was going to be like, you know, 10, 12 people at this event. So she was like, I just got to give you a heads up. Just in case when we go out tonight, you know, people might know me. I'm on this TV show and what the fuck? So, wow. Yeah, but it was cool. I mean, at that point in time, she and I were already, you know, we were in love, man. You know what I mean? 
that time. Okay. So it didn't really matter. She could have told me she was a hitman for the mob. I would have been like, all right, whatever. You I know? was a hitman. I was a hitman for the mob. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Well, the wait, MJ, yeah. what's the strike thing? So, you know, when let's just say a Bravo show, let's say they film from January to to April, right? So we shoot for let's say four months. Then mm -hmm. we have to do our pickups, which are like all of the interviews and anything that they need to reshoot or anything like that, right? So then. Yeah. Once you're done with principal photography and you're waiting for post-production, that was when Tommy and I were together and in brand mm -hmm. new and hanging out. And um, I was, again, like I was, I knew I'm meeting this new guy. And in the same exact way that you just want to get to know the guy and you don't care to take him out in public and introduce him to all yeah, your friends because you want to figure it out first and then totally. little by little you'll be like okay he passed this year so let me in like introduce him to my best girlfriend which was my next door neighbor as well so like we were but babe, we were you're like, not okay. answering the question she asked you she asked oh you sorry 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 so during the sorry okay you're right you're right you're right she has what to so, so so instead of having like a normal post-production pause we had an extended post-production pause because the um, the the show became union. Most oh. most uh, reality shows, if not all, they are not union. So yeah, they just. But what had happened was that Ryan Seacrest Productions was doing their post-production with union people who decided that they will go on strike and they will not finish cutting a show that's already been shot and in the can until they get what they wanted. And um, Ryan Seacrest Productions decided to go ahead and sign it and let them become union. And uh, during that process, it extended our hiatus. It extended our hiatus. So if our air date would have been like October, it ended up pushing it up until like late spring. Whoa! Yeah, yeah like I said, it was almost and, it was almost a full year that she and I would get wow. whether there were any cameras or anything like that involved. Where, where I even met, you know, I, I met Reza, but I didn't meet wow. any of the other. Not to say that she didn't. She spoke with them all the time. You know what I mean? She'd be on yeah. the phone with them, but I never met them. Uh, for like, you know, till we started filming more or less, except for Rez, I met him only a couple of months earlier than that. And she was the wow. FaceTime Asa. So I knew, like, I knew Asa's face, but that was. Uh, well, we also, yeah, like, and then, so during this time, like, Golnessa and I. Oh, that's right. Were, we, Golnessa I met too for when we went out to, for New Year. Yeah, like, me that's and Golnessa right. were going out the most. Like, there's your friends that you go out with the most. And Golnessa was mm -hmm. one of them. And Asa didn't go out a lot because her boyfriend was super controlling and didn't want her to, like, do anything. And she also mm. lived in Venice. So, you know, it's like the other side of the earth. So Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Such an L.A. thing. When your friend who moves to the West Side, you're like, all right, well, I will see you once a year. And Yeah. And she also wasn't like a clubber, whereas me and Golmasa were, yeah. like, all about the bottle service and all about, like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. living our best life and doing it all, even if we were you know, not 19 years old anymore. So no big deal. 
but just to close <laughs> off on what we had, from what I understand from actually like, you know, being there talking to the crew or whatnot, that's one of the reasons that Shaz didn't come back was because of the cost of the fact that it was union. Uh, most yeah. of the they other kept shows on telling in, that, us, like, in that lane aren't, and that's what, that's why they're, they make them because it's easy to make. But you know, oh, a yeah. union show for a reality is normally like Survivor or something like they that. They always drive home the point that our show is really expensive because they became union and they mm-hmm. always drove home the point every year like well you know you guys are expensive show and I was like well I guess we're worth it I don't know honestly it, a, a crew on a reality show works their ass off oh yeah those cameras are oh like my god pounds. those cameras and they're running around. It's not like with a normal scripted show where they know they're setting up a shot and that's what the shot is. These camera guys have to be ready to run yeah. and catch anything. And there's an audio guy like, hey, I'm picking up something over here. And so it's like it is it's a lot of yeah, work. We're still so. friends. By the same I'm- rationale, if you uh miss like if you if you miss a shot, then I you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You're not, gonna you're not coming back. So like you said, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get every. When those cameras are up, man, they want you to get everything. Mm-hmm. So. MJ, were you a fan of reality TV when they approached you with Shaws? Oh yeah, I was. Oh, I, oh yeah, I would like to say <laughs> I would like to be appointed as the first Bravo celebrity that was a self-professed Bravoholic, and I know that when when I would do watch what happens live, Andy was so excited because. I wasn't like, oh, what is Bravo? Like, oh, what? I've never heard of Atlanta. I've never, what are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Like, I was like all about it. I like E and Bravo were the only two channels that I needed on my television and you could cancel the rest. So. See, I knew Andy liked you. I could always tell Andy loved you and I knew it. I could tell at reunions. I could tell he was just loved having your presence there. He was like, she is a professional. Professional, and he appreciated you. I knew. Let it. me tell you it. what he doesn't like. The he doesn't like the holier than thou, like the Jennifer Aiden. Mm. Can't stand that shit. Oh I know he doesn't like her. You well, probably know that too. You can tell. <laughs> you can feel it. My yeah. God, he can't stand. And her. he also doesn't like a liar. So if you come on and you lie, um, and he knows, because he knows. Yeah, because he, he knows, and he has like access even if it's a Vanderpump show or you know um Southern Charm or one of the non-housewives like he still knows everything he wants the tea and he gets the tea so if you come on and do something that's dishonest he just kind of turns on you because he knows that if you're doing this his expectation whether it's on a professional or personal level don't come out here and lie to us he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I never did. See, that's why he loved he loved you because he knew you were giving him everything, why, giving the show everything. That's yeah, why he, he loves was like, her she's giving too. it to us. He loves Vita. Exactly. So true. One of my favorite Shaw's reunion moments is when they brought out Vita for her reunion thing, and and Asa goes, So you just bring her out here to make fun of me? And he goes, I think she just made fun of MJ more than you. Like, what are you talking about? So true. <laughs> if you like, if you can't take it, Asa, like MJ's basically been a punching bag this whole time. Like, chill the hell out. And he that respects shit is real. you a lot. That shit is real. Like, that yeah. is so true. He respects you a lot. So when you got approached with Shaz, then were you like, oh, I know what it takes, or were you just like, here I go, baby? I'm just going to live my life, be me. And I'm not like, what was your, ta- did you have tactics at all? Hell no. So here's what was going on. I think like a simple life was on TV and the Hills. Okay. <laughs> so 
my like my perspective was Paris and Nicole, Lauren Conrad, and you know, etc. And I was like, I was a, I was definitely a very content human being because socially and professionally, I had everything I wanted. I was like, I'm good. We're great. Like, oh, you're calling me. That did throw me off. I had no idea why someone would call me and ask me to be on a reality show. So that part definitely felt very weird and out of body, but I went with it because it was just so like, I guess, cause you live in LA and maybe you are interested. Who knows? Like whatever. So uh-huh. then, um, the person who, um, called me, we're very close friends still to the day. And every step that we went further meeting my mom and my friends and everyone, it just became like a little bit more, I guess, real. And um, I I understood why you have to be like unapologetically yourself and you have to be really open about who you are without realizing it. So that that kind of makes sense, like why people that do Real Housewives of Dubai or like a brand new show feels like they've been watching reality TV for 20 years and now they're just trying to like quote, yes. serve it up what they've been seeing whereas like we were very much like that kind of like how the oc housewives were so calm and like you know it's like so so operatic and you know it was like yeah great with their little yeah they were like wearing they were just sitting with bad light in like an armchair in like the den of like a poorly lit room in oc yeah they're like exactly i just want her to get her driver's license and you know she wants a BMW and we just don't have the money for that, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. If you ever feel like you want to get into the supplement game, but you're not really sure where to start, or if you already take supplements, but you feel like you're missing something, I recommend Care Of because Care Of comes with my favorite thing in the world, a quiz. You take a short quiz and it's in-depth about your lifestyle, like how active you are, what you're eating, how much water you take in, what your health goals are. And you get a personalized doctor-backed list of recommended vitamins, supplements, powders, and it is a subscription service. So it's delivered right to your door conveniently every month. Each shipment comes with a customized pamphlet showing you exactly what is in your individual daily packs. These packs are perfect too because you can throw them in your bag for the day or if you're traveling, you can easily pack them with you. And it explains why it was recommended specifically for you and whatever your goals were. My favorite part is Care-of's free app, which allows you to track your progress and how you're feeling. So you can earn rewards like discounts and merch simply by taking your vitamins daily. Isn't that cute? I like that part. When I took the quiz, I had to be honest about how many veggies I take in a day because then what it told me was due to, you know, maybe not the best amount of vegetables, here's a way to supplement the lack of nutrition I might be getting. I was also able to check off that I have joint pain that I would like to address and other various health goals that I have. 
And I got the list of everything that was recommended and why, what each vitamin would help with, etc. I received my vitamins maybe a little less than a week ago. Love the packaging, love the branding. And like I said, they come in the cute daily packs. Very convenient, takes the guesswork out of it. Just plop them all in your hand, take them at once. And it also is helpful to be able to refer back to the pamphlet that comes with it, which breaks down all of the vitamins and supplements that are in there. For 50% off your first care of order, go to take takecareof.com and enter code SHESPEAKS50. One more time, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code SHESPEAKS50. Okay, so I tried to cook uh, a recipe I found off Pinterest because I'm like, okay, I got to start cooking at home. I got to save money. I got to eat right. And by the time I would have got all the ingredients and paid for these ingredients that I would never use again, it would have A, cost way more money than had I just ordered delivery, and B, would have taken way too much of my damn time. I would have had to gone to the grocery store, and then I would have had to cook it, and then I would have had to clean up. Excuse me, this is why HelloFresh is the way to go. HelloFresh, you can skip the trip to the grocery store. With HelloFresh, you can select based on your lifestyle or meal preferences. So you can do fit and wholesome or veggie, family friendly, and then skip the grocery store. Skip getting a bunch of ingredients you're never going to use again, because each of these recipes come with pre-portioned ingredients and easy to follow recipe cards. So all you have to do is follow the recipe card with the pre-portioned ingredients. You got a meal. Then you just have to clean up short. You got to do a little cleaning. All right, fine. But at least I didn't have to go to the grocery store. And at least I didn't have to find all the things at the grocery store and pay for all the things. I was so irritated, you guys. Who the hell gets psyllium husk? I'm never going to use that again. And what's really fun about HelloFresh is you can get kind of flavorful meals that you wouldn't normally make like falafel power bowls or southwest pork and bean burritos just things that have ingredients in them that normally you wouldn't have but you get them pre-portioned and then you're done you don't have to worry about them again because i do want to eat beyond what i normally would get when i go to the grocery store for the basics and that's why hello fresh is so perfect variety mix it up keep it interesting because that's my problem and that's why i end up ordering delivery and here's the thing about hello fresh it's way cheaper than delivery i am going broke on delivery. HelloFresh meals are still delivered to your door. You just need to cook them. So best of both worlds, if you ask me. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SheSpeaks65 and use code SheSpeaks65 for 65% off plus free shipping. One more time. Go to HelloFresh.com slash SheSpeaks65. Use code SheSpeaks65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Don't forget, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Uh, Tommy, so MJ being a good wife, she forces you to watch reality TV (laughs) because that's what good wives do. I'm going to list some shows and just sort of see what kind of reaction I get or even if you guys like even watch them. Okay. Family Karma. Yes. Oh, that makes me so happy. Do you see? Okay, so when I when I first watched Family Karma, see parallels. I was yes, yes, of course. They replaced us. 
I was like, but 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 like, no offense, like a much more wholesome version of yeah. Cha, than Shaz. Like it's like yes. it's like Lopa is Cleaner. like Vita. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's a little bit more of like a wholesome version, but I was still very much like prototypes, very similar Definitely. In characters. Yeah. Like I, I said Summer House replaced VPR, and then I say family at this point, Karma replaced us because we were we overlapped, of course, but yeah, now they're now they're the ones representing the brown people, and I love it because my favorite thing about family karma is seeing the relationship stuff that you know the the Shaws had, you know, like yeah. you definitely the community, community, the family pressure, the social pressure, because when people are dating and they're just fucking, like Tommy was saying, like when you're just like in that utopic stage of your relationship, you don't think about all the stuff that comes later when it, when it's like related to whose name are you going to take? Who's going to be, you yeah. know, what language are you going to teach your kids? And, you know, your parents aren't going to show up to the ceremony because they're not supporting your gay marriage. Like, and then yeah. your auntie is giving you like the real talk. So it's, it's really cool to see that. Tommy, you could like write a book on how to like convert a, a mother-in-law into <laughs> a supporter like you really could you did you did something that seemed impossible yeah and at her heart Vita's a fat ass she likes to stuff her face and I cook for her and if you there it is if you bring that to the party <laughs> you're gonna really lighten her luck um but yeah she's and I we actually have a lot of same interests um and Aww. quite frankly sometimes my wife does need to be told she wore too much makeup you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes I need Vita to to speak a little better, a little bit. You know, got it. Yeah. Okay, how about how about Vanderpump Rules? Obvi, Obvi, Tommy. What are your thoughts on Vanderpump Rules? I, I, I don't watch it, but I do. <laughs> um, I've met do a few you... of the people. I think I've met more people. Okay, from Vanderpump than I have of any of the other shows. That makes sense. Yeah, because we're cause like, they're all local. Well, you yeah, love local, you yeah. love Tina and Brock. We were at their. We were at Hannah's wedding. We were okay, invited so, yeah, to a bunch Sheena of them were Brock's there. Wedding. The reason we didn't go to Sheena and Brock's wedding because we it was a no kids wedding and it was filmed and it would be it, that felt a little too thirsty for us to go to a filmed event and leave mm. the country and Got not it. take our kid. But otherwise, like. Tommy and Brock are like bros. Like they, you know. okay. And also, Tommy, like, um, Lala. Yeah, no, I've I've met. Be our surrogate. Like I said, I've met Lala. What? I've met. Uh, what's his face? I've met, uh, do you think Lala would be your surrogate? Get out of here! I do. I don't. You do. <laughs> he's a he's a pessimist. Want, I'm an optimist. I think that would be groundbreaking. I think she'd want her own other baby before she would be a surrogate for someone else's baby. I don't know. She's going through it right now. She probably would like to wait a minute before she brought her own. I could see it actually, MJ. I can see it. I'm a positive person. Maybe I, we don't need another kid, but if we did, she's. An I could option. see it. I could see it. What about <laughs> Summer House? Do okay. we watch Summer House? Yes. 
I she love... listen. She watches all of them. She watches Tom, so that... Tommy. Do you not? So you do you see them at all? Like in your peripheral? Like are they on? Not and you really. Would, like, you would honest, like recognize it. Um, actually, he only knows. I'll he only read, knows. I'll read it in the paper. Okay, you know. If Hannah, I'm looking at the sense. paper, I'll read it just to kind of you the know, paper. Be, yeah, well, not the Basics. newspaper, but like. Oh, I'm like yeah. what the L.A. Times. Like, the like, like yeah, the if I'm, if I'm sure. the Wall Street Journal, honey. The Wall Street Journal. Yeah, yes, yeah, the Summer yeah. House is in there a lot. Yeah, absolutely, every week, front page, every week, front, front page, page, Summer House, and the life's next yes. right up for yes. sure. Yes, the editorial yes, absolutely. Each there was an editorial this week on Family Call. <laughs> absolutely, hundred then I'm assuming you got you're not watching Potomac then Tommy, but I know that MJ you are you're watching Potomac. I met the girl from Potomac. That's one uh, when when we Giselle. went to yeah Giselle, Giselle. I met her stunning she, in real life. First I've heard. She's very pretty in real life and uh, very sweet real life. I mean all that's yes. real. You know what I mean? It's just it, uh, it when you put a camera in someone's face, it depends how they want to take it, right? Do they want to be real or do they want to put on it? You know, some people are born for it. Like the same person uh, that she was talking about earlier that she's friends with now that put the show together. We had him on as a guest, and his he, name is know, Jesse Lee. Yeah, he and okay. he's like Reza. Reza was you couldn't have picked a more perfect character for like like Reza knew from day one what the assignment was like they like to say you know what i mean like he's yeah. he knows what he's doing on reality television you know what i mean yeah, he's yeah. Got a plan he's got objective he's got motives he knows yeah. what he's doing he's not just reacting he's got you know an agenda yes that he thinks people will love and it was shows off for 10 years so normally he's right you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, but my wife does it. My wife is, you know, she's, uh, she's, she's going to butterfly races. You know what I mean? Like she's, <laughs> she's a feather, dude. She's a feather floating. And, uh, you know, so I think they were, well, good there, but I think that if, uh, you know, you have, uh, nowadays, I think that was such a great point that she made earlier when she said about it being on, you know, reality TV being on for a long time. Exactly. That people watch me and when they go on, yeah, they, it's like, I saw this, I know when I'm on and I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Yes. Where it's not really them. It's their character that they are now in their head, you know? So. Oh yeah. The magic of early reality TV can never be duplicated. There's it's, it's such a business. Now you can get so much fame from it, so much success from it. You can launch businesses from it. So people come on like, here's the character I'm going to play. Here's the business I'm going to present. And it's much, there's not as much naivete and magic behind it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So what are your thoughts then? Cause this is, I'm the most curious about this for you, for you guys, since you were on reality TV, how are your, what are your thoughts on the Robin of it all? And that Robin was withholding this whole thing about Juan, and then she waited to talk about it on her podcast. And then she saved all the juicy details for her Patreon. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I love the, the nuggets that the breadcrumbs that you were give with that they shared even if it was unintentional last season, like they, excuse me, they told you how they were like, don't talk about my personal life. Don't, oh, wait. There was like this tension, this lunch with Giselle and Robin where they were like being accused of like agreeing too much. And Mm -hmm. then, and then they showed Robin say like, do you want me to talk about your stuff? Oh, and Giselle yeah, was you're like, right. oh, hell no. 
Oh, I definitely don't want you to talk about my stuff. <laughs> I forgot Therefore, about that, MJ. <laughs> yeah. And that really stuck with me because I'm obviously I'm watching with a, like a different POV other than being a viewer. I'm also, you know, and it's yeah. so like, I was like, oh my God, let me tell you in our <laughs> show, there was no protecting each other. There was really, there wasn't. And so they, you know, good for them, whatever you want to do on your show. It's like your thing. It's your, it's your chance to do whatever. But, um, I want to give it up to Robin for being transparent about having to file for bankruptcy. Cause right? that's one of the hardest things that someone in my opinion would have to like show like, Hey, I just came out on this show and I have to say that I was, you know, yeah, because it's all it's all the opposite. It's all the opposite. It's all this masquerade that everybody's fucking loaded. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And everybody's exactly. fucking, you know, wiping their face with twenty dollar bills and wiping their yeah. ass with money. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Uh, and so that took a lot of balls. So when she when she shared that in the beginning of her of the series, I had a lot of respect for that. But then, like to me, Robin withholding her status with Juan, it wasn't. It didn't make sense to me because I don't get the reason why. You know, like if you're all the sense in the world. Because they got a new season coming on and she wants to be back on the show. If you're gonna if you know, listen, it's the business that you're in. You know what I mean? If something like that happens to you in September and you don't start filming until February, uh, you might want to hold on to it for a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just well, here's the thing though. My mentality is that if my relationship is shit mm-hmm. then it's shit in my private life so i really don't get anything out of putting it on as something other than it's not because when i'm alone in my life w- the reality that i have to deal with is more important than what i'm putting on tv so if like it's a bad relationship i'm better off sharing what it really is cuz i have i stand to get more out of it if i'm being authentic than to put on this this show and then it always seeps through the cracks because these cameras they can only conceal the truth for so long um to answer your question i thought it was really ballsy of her to hold the tea for their podcast and their patreon because you definitely haven't agreed you're out of your contractual obligation you're not allowed to talk about anything that happened while filming you're not allowed to talk about anything at the reunion and then go on a podcast or in any press media outlet you're just not oh you're not allowed oh so that's why people online were like oh we hope they make an example out of robin because instead of bringing this to the reunion she saved it for her patreon Bless you. Bless you, Tommy. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. Duh. Hello. Yeah, that took a lot of balls. And you know what? They probably feel like they need to watch out for themselves because Bravo is not going to be around forever. And they want to make sure their Patreon is stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could say that. I can't blame them for it, but I didn't govern myself that way. I was way more of a rule follower. Yes. Yeah. 
Wow. I didn't even think of that element of it, that you're not allowed to, like, you can't reveal. Well, the thing I bet in her mind, she's like, well, I didn't talk about it at the reunion. So technically. No, it's story. She knew what she was doing. I'm sure she got a very, uh, a big call and I'm sure like it it shook her and I'm sure it's, there's consequences. Like, remember how um, the girls on OC would get fined? Remember, yeah. like Kelly Kelly Dodd would get fined yes, by Bravo because you that. sign you sign that like if you fuck up, like there are financial consequences. They can do that. So I wouldn't be surprised if she and you're not supposed to talk about it either because it's part of your non non um what yeah. is it called your non disclosure. Yeah. So it's part of your NDA. So I'm I I wouldn't be surprised if she had to pay a fine and um get like some kind of a financial slap on the wrist. So last week I was going through it. I had an emotional week. And when I get emotional, I like to binge eat, unfortunately. And I wish it was healthy foods, but no, it is not. It's fast food. It's cheese. It's all the things that really hurt my stomach. But it occurred to me that I was actually not doing so bad in the stomach department. And I was like, oh my God, it's because I'm taking the Just Thrive probiotic. And I'm, I also think it's the combo with the other product, Just Calm. I'm telling you guys, if these products can withstand a week of my emotional binge eating, it can withstand anything because that's like putting them through a war zone. Just Thrive Probiotic, the thing that really separates it is this strain is able to arrive in your gut alive. And what it does is it eliminates bad bacteria and replenishes the good and it produces antioxidants right there in the gut. If you have kids and they don't like taking pills, you can also open the capsules and sprinkle it into foods and drinks. So you can, it's good for the whole family. But the next level stress busting mood support is just calm. Now, look, things are going to happen. Life happens. A pill is not going to fix everything. But I was surprised at how well I was able to handle these stresses. I had a healthier response to it. I was a little steadier, a little more serene and balanced. I I had mental clarity. I was still able to focus. I was more alert and I was still able to get some sleep and I had enough energy to continue to work out, which is very important to do when you're having a hard week. And the thing about Just Thrive products is they have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and they have a money back guarantee, a bottom of the bottle guarantee. So you don't have anything to lose here. If you're ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm with promo code SHESPEAKS at JustThriveHealth.com. While you're there, check out all their other research-based products because they've got it all. Everything you can imagine for optimal gut health and immune health. There's even something for your fur baby, all with a bottom of the bottle guarantee. So take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. There is no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care because your hair and your hair goals are unique to you. Like I am dealing with a lot of hair loss and shedding, and I also deal with a very oily scalp. That's just me though. But thanks to my personalized pros routine, I'm excited to be more in love with my hair than ever. 
Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. So first, Pros starts by asking about my hair goals. My hair goals are more volume, more shine, more hair growth, and less shedding, also less oily scalp. They do an in-depth consultation where they ask about you as a person, unexpected things too, like what are your eating habits or where do you live or how often do you exercise? Next, pros analyze all those answers and handpick clean ingredients to help me reach my hair goals. So I have got my first order, part one of my order has just come in and I'm so excited. I am going to be using a pre-shampoo scalp mask. I didn't even know that existed, but the ingredients in them sound so natural. I want to drink them. Grapefruit oil for scalp soothing, kombucha tea and prebiotics for scalp health. These are just the pre, pre, that's in the pre-shampoo scalp mask. In the shampoo itself for sebum control, so for my oiliness, there's kale, spirulina, and vitamin B6. I didn't even know you could put that in a shampoo. I got a leave-in conditioner. I also have supplements coming. What I'm excited about is I've been kind of cherry-picking products that I think would be good for my hair. This feels like a very well-round... I feel like I'm in good hands. They've listened to me. They know all my issues. And the reason they ask where you live is they take into consideration things like UV rays, environmental factors, UV rays, water water, pollution, humidity, wind, right? Isn't that cool? As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the key to achieving all your hair goals this year. Take your free in depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash she speaks. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash she speaks for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Can we circle back to when you said that you guys didn't, no one was protecting each other on your show? Yeah. So really like no one, there wasn't any kind of like unspoken thing like we'll leave this off. Like that's pretty fucking cutthroat. Yeah, there wasn't any of that. cutthroat. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Anything. That's pretty savage. It was. And that's part of why. It was the opposite, dude. They they were in your garbage. They were like in your room through your garbage bags to try and find any dirt that they could. You know what I mean? Damn. I should have, I should have, honestly, I should have sued people because when, when I was on television, not defending myself enough, not standing up to, you know, some bitch that had no fucking right to say things that were absolutely not true, complete libel or character assassination or defamation. And I was such a deer in the headlights that I just thought, oh, you signed up for TV and you just have to like take it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, these girls today, which I commend them for, like, take it to Twitter. Like if something happened, they'll just like if if today I shot something that was terrible, I'll tweet it. And now I'm leading breadcrumbs to something that's not even going to air for a few months. But now people are kind of like on their hind legs to follow a story. We didn't do that um, because we were not allowed to. And I think now like the network is getting more savvy to like, well, let them do it maybe 
But that's sort of what I I think about all reality TV shows is you start kind of naive and you start a little bit um, innocent to how how the game works. And then everybody, the longer you're on a show, you get more savvy to how it works, like what producers are doing when they're talking to you about certain things and like how they're extracting stories and not necessarily manipulating, but like that's kind of their job is to keep you authentic. But then slowly but surely people get more and more careful and mm-hmm. it can only stay that that innocently honest for so long until people are like, I know how to keep this element of myself off the show. Yeah, because they're so worried about it that they're like that. And then they can manipulate producers to show them yeah. footage and tell them what's going on and let them stand in the, what's the room, um, the TV center, what's that one? Um, yeah, video Village? Video Village, thank you. Yeah, video yeah. knowledge. Yeah, sure. like if you really if you really want to get into it that people people can do that because they they care so much. Whereas like me, they would be like I'd be like don't tell me don't tell me just let's wait until the cameras are up. I don't I'm not an actress. I'm not going to react yeah. well. I'm not going to enjoy being excited for you if I already know. You know, <laughs> and then the producers are going to be pissed that my reaction isn't real because I'm not going to fucking be able to do it twice. You know, that's me. Totally. Totally. Tommy, what was your favorite thing about being on reality TV? Uh, the fans, man. Aw. I like, you know, especially when Reza and I had our beef, you know, he's a, he's a pillar of the show, right? So they're not, they're not going to tell shit from my angle. They're going to tell shit from his, right? Yeah, uh, you know the 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 fans could see enough to say that yo, bro, this is all real inappropriate. I can understand why this guy blew a gasket. Um, and you know, from day one, they were always pretty much you know because my wife's loved, right? And a lot of people exactly. like her, right? And a lot of people have rooted for her. And I mm-hmm. think that I gave her a happy ending in some ways. So people are therefore you know real appreciative for me for that. And I think that they like me in general. So, you know, um, I've always had a real good relationship with the fans. So if you had to tell me what, what, what would, what's the best part, that's easily at hands down. Oh, that's so lovely. I didn't expect that. That's amazing. Well, I don't make any money from it. You know what I mean? Like for the other people, <laughs> they might have made some money. They might tell you the money. But I didn't get, you know, I got, they threw chicken feet at me. You know what I mean? So Yeah, totally. Uh, you, you like, were, yeah, you were like that. a full-time cast member for sure, for sure. But yeah. that's good that you got good feedback because it wasn't, you know, Shaw's is an intense show and you guys had an intense ride. So I'm like, it's good that you got good, good support from it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, whether it be at this grocery store, you know, whether it be on Twitter or whatever, you know. For the most part, anybody's always been real supportive of, of me. And, you know, I appreciate the hell out of them for that. Yeah. MJ, do you miss filming a show? No. No, yeah, it's a lot, right? Um. Okay, so the reason I say no is because it's it's too much to have a real estate career and be filming full-time. It's yeah. two very, very, very full-time things. Even even if we're doing it for pre-pro for a month, post-production for a few months, and principal photography, that doesn't really allow you to do both things. And I think that for me, the the years when they were really following our lives in a way that felt more worthy of my time, like mm-hmm. until 
um, Tommy and I, from from my first day of, of filming until my baby came, that was great. And then um, after that, it just was like too yeah. much of like, mm, felt like a soap opera and not so much mm. following our lives. And like, it didn't feel like, um, it, 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 like I used to, I, I was telling Tommy, I said, it used to be like a situational show where every episode was like a standalone funny thing that happened, whether it was like with your friends or your parents or on a date. And then it seems like it changed into this, like there had to be a story arc and it had to have this like specific ending. And then there would like drive certain stories and too many things that were happening in my real life were well, cutting always, room floor. I always say was, the reality today, Bravo, especially Bravo is taking the place of soap operas. They're not, okay. there, you know, they're not there anymore. So there's a serial aspect of it. Yeah. You know, that wasn't, you know, like she was talking about, it's like, you know, Nick and Jess. Uh, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Like they, you know, they the, the whole episode was, you know, starfish tuna, there's chicken mm-hmm. in the sea. You know what I mean? Like that was the episode, but it wasn't anything more to that. Right. Yeah, now you have to watch from the beginning so that you can understand the full context yeah, of where we are now. Yeah, right. exactly. You could just catch on. You could just pop on the show and catch it at episode eight and be like, oh, this is all right. I'll watch episode nine. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Where, yeah. uh, that was um, what it should, that's what it what should they are been. now is just like you just said, there's a serial aspect to it where, you know, and it's just much more, uh, you know, it's not, deep. Not yeah. as fun. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's heavy now for a lot sure. Of times and then it if is, you have to like, okay, yeah. like so, Emily, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So you're on a reality show with your five besties, guys, girls. You know, you've got your mic, shoe head. You can plug your your closest thing, your your Gigi, your everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And if the show, once you watch the season roll out from front to end and you feel like it was fair, even if it stings here and there, even if there's like celebratory shots of um, how great you look in a dress and maybe like a little back flab, you know, of like you jumping off a yacht into a body of water where you're like, eh, there was some cringe, but there was realness and there were funny moments. And then that, I think, you know, you have to imagine that as like one scenario versus a season where you were like, none of that shit made sense to me. None of that felt authentic for me. And Mm. I have to know that these are like, I shot four or five months of my life, if not longer. And then the final thing just didn't feel at all, like close to what I saw. Yeah, that's a weird thought. Yeah. That's a weird feeling. So if someone asked you like, if you would want to keep doing the the latter. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Because you're like, I don't know what I did. I thought we did something totally different. And then the final product was something I totally can't connect to or relate to. Right. It just has to, yeah, it has to feel like it's worth your time. I get you. Totally get that. What is Candy Ass's husband's name? The one that's being accused of cheating when he's not? Chris. Chris does not deserve what he has. Oh my God. Justice for Chris in every way. He was fed to the wolves. Oh my God. That was poor guy. Poor Poor guy. He's like, so wait, let me get this straight. 
uh, there was a whole entire person that could have actually been talked about cheating. And then I was the one accused. Thank God there was footage. Yeah. Thank God there was footage of him being like, I'm on my phone. I didn't even know there was someone standing next to me. Exactly. Like, it's what are you even fair. talking about? Not fair. But that's the other aspect, too. Thank God he was on the on what you said, because nowadays you could just on these shows, you could just throw a salvo and you don't really need any proof. To, uh, by making mm-hmm. the accusation, the way mm-hmm. these shows are constructed, you're going to have half the people say he did. And you're going to exactly. have half the people say he did. it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just. Yeah. And, and for that person, again, especially if they're not, I don't know who you're speaking of, but if they're not maintaining <laughs> and they're more ancillary, you know what I mean? Like to have their business going out in the street like that when they didn't do something, it's just, you know, I, listen, they all signed up for it, right? They all knew yeah. what they were getting into. So I, I never really feel bad for them, but I just feel like, you know, so you feel bad stuff. for, but you do feel bad for them because you just said, so basically Chris, is the wife. I'm sorry, Chris is the husband of main cast, just like you were the husband of main cast. Yeah. So you had, so he got dragged um, because he was accused of having these other relationships, right? And the husbands don't get paid. And a lot of people are not going to see the episode where Emily is talking about the proof. They're just going to read a headline and they're just yeah. going to say like, oh, yeah, wasn't that the guy that cheated? And, you know, you, yeah. Tommy, are always going to be the guy that, you know, whatever people read and whatever people decided to remember, if they like Reza more than they like me, they're likely to believe Reza was the yeah, right but, and you were the, in the wrong. You know what I but mean? It, but at the end of the day, we're still on the shows. We still were there. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. so like you have to take some of that responsibility you know what i mean and anything that comes of it uh you, you're there you're a willing participant nobody put a gun to anybody's head to do any of this you know what i mean God, is so- it so hard is it like so frustrating before a show comes out like just maybe not even that but watching all the incorrect coverage of things like content creators being like taking a storyline and being like this is what's yes. happening and just having to watch people be so wrong yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. now again especially when my one you know not to belabor shit either you know what i mean like they're, they're in a better place but when res and i went through the beef that we had like and that like my son was born. There was just a lot, right? And it was yeah. Lot that was on. So I really want never. I was it wasn't that was my first year on the show, right? I was on the show five years, six years, whatever it was. Um, so I was there for a minute. I knew how it worked, but that year I never wanted more than the truth to be told. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, if someone was on Twitter, like this is what I like. It would hurt the hell out of me. So, because sometimes I'll get, like, I get a lot of insider information and I can't spill it because then I'll blow up my source. Mm -hmm. And so I just have to sit back and watch all these content creators just posting things. And I'm like, this isn't correct. This is so wrong. And I can only imagine what it feels like for the people it's about. For sure. So I'm just like, oh my God, it's probably, it just probably drives you so nuts. No, this must drive you crazy too, because in the world you're in, that's big. It's you, yeah. shit, and you're sitting and you're, and you're sitting on something. You're not yes. fucking uh, uh, what's you're not Woodward and Bernstein either. You know what I mean? It's not like you have swords, but it's like no, I can't say something because oh, yeah. I'm gonna fuck this up. But this bitch is crazy. She's totally yeah. wrong. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, and everybody's agreeing with her. You know what yes. I mean? It's gonna yes. be real frustrating. You it know is. What's, what's crazy is that 
Tommy came on the show, like, this is a good time. This is fun. There was nothing that really cut that deep. And then the year that we have a baby, when oh, you yeah. when you take when you take a guy from New York that never thought that he was gonna get married or have a baby, and then the birth was like a whole thing, then like it was the worst time. The worst. For suddenly these guys that, you know, we I I thought Reza, you're in the mm-hmm. delivery room. Tommy, you're outside in the waiting room. That's where we were in our yeah. relationship. So for things that had gone left, it wasn't, it was a, just a terrible time for us. And like, you know, no one, no one wanted to see the damage, no. like between the three of us, between Reza yeah. and, and Tommy and me, yeah, there might've been people that were like, secretly like, ha ha ha. Yay. Like, I'm so glad that they're, you know, not friends anymore, but like the three of us, we went through a lot and it, yeah. it, it is something that is going to weigh heavy on our hearts for, you know, maybe the rest of our lives. Like, I don't know um, if, if there'll ever be a time where we can be like, eh, no big deal, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that was the heaviest thing for sure. Yeah. And, and it was like nobody's fault um, or whatever. I don't want to reinvigorate an argument, but I was always team MJ and Tommy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I always team MJ and Tommy. Um, let, let, let's wrap this up by talking about the podcast you guys are going to be starting, though. You guys mentioned something about that at the beginning. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like what this, where, you know, I don't watch any of the shows, but for whatever reason, call it osmosis, which my wife likes to do, and it's a great word for it. <laughs> a lot of this shit just seeps in, you know? And uh, so we're going to, you know talk that's when we started our podcast the till the dirt podcast um we didn't do it that way because we didn't think that that's something that people wanted to hear because again i don't listen to the i don't watch the stuff and (laughs) but more often than not i I kind of by accident know what's going on on some of them you know so we're going to talk about other you know about not necessarily just bravo either my wife watches a lot of reality television so we're going to talk about reality TV and, you know, whatever my vantage point might be. And um, are you going to watch the shows and then talk about them or, is, or is, what's the like, how is no, that going to go? I've been told that I don't have to change my lifestyle at all. <laughs> that I don't have to, you know, because the problem is, and this is a real thing. When she and I first met, um, and again, this is a predating almost her telling me about the show, right? She watched so much of the shit. So like mm-hmm. I'd be by there, like coming home from work. We did that's the when she wasn't lying to the only channels yep. that are ever on TV for her are E or Bravo. So that's yep. all that would be on. And like I would I found and I'm a big sports fan, right? You know, but yeah. I'm a big baseball fan in particular. The Mets are like I, I love my wife, I love my son, I love the Mets. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 But yep. um so uh, but I don't like watch a lot of other shows either. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll watch Seinfeld or whatever, but I found myself being engrossed a little bit in what was going on on these shows. Then you can't help it. And it's I like, was you, like, you can't I can't help have it. this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I can't, I, I can't, you know, and especially at that time, like Rappaport, he still is, I think, but like I was, I People, I didn't want to be Rappaport. You know what I mean? Like, I like him, but I was like, I don't want to be them where he's talking all the yeah. shit about. 
So I kind of, you know, drew a line in the sand. It was just like, I'm not watching this shit anymore. And then, um, you know, by that time, I think she, she, she got, we were engaged too. So she wasn't leaving me. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Once, uh, but that, so I get it. You know what I mean? I get that. Cause, and that's why they're, they're there. You know what I mean? That's why they're making these shows is for whatever reason, they suck you in, dude. Yep. So, uh, you know, the, the, the show, like I said, or the, the, the pod is going to be about us, you know, talking about these shows and, um, you know, from my side of the fence, because I've been on one now, too, which I can't believe I'm fucking saying, but yeah, I've been yeah. on one. So I, I, I feel like I have a little bit of a different viewpoint than other people might. Are you going to still have Till the Dirt or are you just transitioning yeah. to that? Yeah, 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 that's not going anywhere. The Till the Dirt, because, you know, that's that's about relationships and our exactly. marriage Good. and the kid. Uh, it's just, you know, and we love our dirties. You know what I mean? Our listeners. Are, yes. Uh, we, you know. So basically the new show is called Happy Wife, Reality Life. Is that what it's called? Oh, Reality that's Wife, good. Happy Life. Yes. It's called Reality Wife, Happy Life. We're yes. it's an extension <laughs> of Till the Dirt. Till the Dirt is not really focused on the Bravo stuff, whereas this yeah. one is going to be, you know, all reality and things that we just want to talk about. And you know, and like like we were saying before, like I love Tommy's take. I always want, I'm always craving the male POV. Yes, you know, we, I love it too. Yeah, we just we just want to hear both sides. And I love like how opinionated he is. It just cracks me up and thank God, you know, I married somebody that I also happen to think is really smart and really funny and really like easy to hang out with. And, you know, the conversations never get old. And, you know, if there's one thing that I've learned in the last few years, um, not only with what we've all been through together, but also whether you're a mom or whether you're a workaholic or, um, you know, just getting about your life, um, the, the podcasting has become my, my friend group, you know, my, like, totally like our support system. It's like, I want to, I want to get through my day. I'm not going to take Xanax. I am going to tune into my podcast and listen to my people and get through my day in a way that literally emotionally is it's like my podcast is my emotional support dog. It's my, <laughs> totally. it is, it's like, it calms me. It gets me through. It's like someone that I can slide into a DM, talk about something. And that's what, that's what we're doing. So we're definitely really proud of having, um, adding a second, a second show. That's, that's very exciting. I am so excited for it because I, those are my favorite episodes of Till the Dirt when Tommy is sort of like accidentally forced to talk about reality. <laughs> and we want to have you on like ASAP. That'd be so fun. I'm happy to do it. We would Please. love to. So now that we've popped our cherry with like having this, because we don't have um, guests often on Till the Dirt, but now like see how easy it is, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy see Tommy <laughs> no it it really really is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna deep dive into like Emily questions next time okay whoa I'm not that interesting but I'm happy to honey yes you are honey 
Honey. Well, on that note, you guys, thank you. I'm going to wrap us up because I've already kept you for thank too you. Long. Oh, that was great. Um, you guys, thank you guys so much. Everyone listening, you know where to find them on Instagram, obviously, and the social media. But check out Till the Dirt, and we're going to keep our eyes open and our ears open for the next one. And thank you guys so much. Love you, mean it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five star rating and review? on whatever platform you are listening. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.